Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. Eleven sixteen SEM, the odds couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the odds couple on SEN. Trent Mason out in the host chair. Very good morning or good afternoon, whatever time it is in the states, to our good mate Simon O'Donnell, who's uh, stateside, just enjoying a little bit of a freshen up before the spring. Guests on today's show with thanks to Sportsbet, Sharon Trolove. Really looking forward to chatting to her out of the 8.30 news. She trains the unbeaten three-year-old Not Enough Effort. For our South Australian audience, we'll catch up with trainer Chris Beag, who has two runners engaged at Morphville today. Time now to welcome back the great man. Good morning, Vietnam, Simon Marshall. Yee-hoo! <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, folks. 32 degrees, 85% humidity, seven games of golf in 10 days. We played hard on course, but we pay, played a little bit harder off course. It's great to be back, boys. I'd like to say I missed you. But you didn't. But I didn't. Any holes in one? Tags. No, I got close. Got close. Yeah. But uh, thanks for asking. Uh, Favourite city? Um, can I guess Hoi An? Did yeah. you get to Hoi An? Yeah, Hoi An. T- uh, outstanding. Ho Chi Minh, of course. Uh, Saigon was fantastic. Um, uh, the Bluffs, Greg Norman design. Oh, was it a great course. Ripped it up. 34 points off 6.8. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> straight fair up. to say we hit well. Straight up with a lick, uh, yeah. six minutes into the uh, into the hour, hey. about two minutes into the show, but that's good. Good to have you yeah. back. And uh, David Taggart as well. David Wani uh, Pacificus Taggart, um, who failed to get the quaddy last week. So there was a tough decision at, at match committee on Thursday. I was thinking of making a captain's call after I got the quaddy and almost tripled the uh, investment well, the week earlier. I actually looked at it. If you actually took the quaddy, you would have lost more than me. I only invested eighty four dollars and it got but you would have invested three hundred and it's only paid hundred and fifty. So you would have lost lost hundred and fifty dollars if I, if my maths are correct. But I but I got the quaddy and I almost tripled our investment. Yeah, that's when you got it. But if you had it last we week We went through this last week. You went we know you went to Caulfield Grammar, but you you weren't an overly smart man. Nice David. to see some things haven't changed here. Uh, that's the another way family. <laughs> and it's great to have a decent host. On uh, once oh, again boy. there, Trent. Uh, Big Sim, how, how long is he away for? Two weeks. Two weeks in America. Two weeks in the States. Wow, that's fantastic. Now, uh, just a little bit of history on your good self here. Um, you love your racing. I do. We want to introduce you to the people, the family. You produce this show and do a fantastic job to make us look good. With well, he thinks he does a good Topics job. and so forth. But you love your racing. You're passionate about your racing. How did you get involved in it? Yeah, I did a bit of work uh, overseas. Um, I spent a bit of time in Dubai writing uh, for a paper over there, writing sport, and did a bit of uh, work for the, at the Dubai Racing Club covering the uh, Dubai World Cup Carnival, came back and did some work uh, hosting overnights at SEN, which was great to, to get into the uh, media industry over here. And I'm now writing uh, racing for the uh, SEN website, chief racing writer for sen.com.au. Did a, do a bit of work through the week for our Andy Maher and also a bit of work writing for the footy record as well here. Um, so pretty diverse role. So, so when you were in Dubai, was that just was that the start of the racing there? When when they were just doing up Maidan and because they were racing at Abu Dhabi back then. Nadal Sheba, it was. Yeah, uh, Nadal Sheba. But no, they'd been at Maidan a few years by the time I uh, got there. But it's great to go to a couple of World Cups and and cover it live on radio. It was a fantastic spe- spectacle. Um, certainly encourage people to get there once in their life if they can. Best horse you've seen over in Dubai. 
good question. Uh, it was one of the oh, I can't remember a name now. One of the Japanese mares they brought across for one of the rich races on World Cup night. I've forgotten her name, but she was an absolute star. Uh, Helmut was actually racing in Dubai when I by the time I'd got there, so he'd been sent across. Unfortunately, oh, from, from Snowden. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he uh, he didn't sort of live up to the heights that he'd reached uh, here in Australia. But uh, anyway, let's move on, boys. We'll get to some well, of welcome. your hots. Thank you. Throughout the uh, throughout the show from Vietnam, Simon. Let's go through some of the news of the week. Blake Shin off to Hong Kong, joining the uh, becoming the latest Australian to go to Hong Kong. Uh, tags. Uh, it would seem like a good move for someone who's riding at the peak of his powers at the moment. He is. He's just come back from, oh, what, about a six-month injury too. And he, Broken and he, neck, yeah. Yeah, and he hit the ground running. Uh, he's got to take this opportunity. He's old enough now. He's, he's late 20s, early 30s, isn't he now, Blake? So, 30s, yeah. 31. Yeah, there you go. So early 30s. Um, I thought the next bloke to go would be Huey, actually, but uh, I, he might leave that for next season. Well, well. You, we were talking about this off-air, Tags. Do you think Huey might head there soon now that Winks has gone into retirement? There's probably not too much for him to achieve. Obviously, a Melbourne Cup and a few more of the big group ones, but it it had seemed like the, the logical thing if he wants to do that and take his family. Well, he's you're correct. Well, he's got connections there. He won the Hong Kong Derby this year as well. So yep. it, he ticks all the boxes, and they love him over there too. He's, he's just got a great record. He's, he, he's won the International Jockeys Challenge there a few years back. He's, as I said, he's won the Derby this year, and he's a world-class jockey. So he'll be open. He'll be welcome with open arms there. SD, do you think Blake will make it uh, in Hong Kong? We know it's a really tough uh, tough caper over there, isn't it? Blake will because he's mature enough um, and he's been around. Um, he's a very experienced old head, 31-year-old, multiple group one winning jockey. And what he's been able to do in the last, I think, five to seven years is um, become more business-minded about um, his brand outside yep. of just riding on a race day. He's getting around, building uh, relationships with the right uh, studs, big studs, big owners, big mm. trainers, and the groundwork that he's been putting in has really been setting himself up uh, to ride the best horses here in Australasia. So with that ethic and business model as a brand yourself, Blake Shin the jockey, he'll get to Hong Kong and he'll work hard. And it's all about building relationships there with owners and trainers in Hong Kong because there's limited trainers. Yep. There's a limited number of horses to be trained there. And it's how you operate and how you uh, work your business and yourself to get on those horses. And that is getting around, going out for lunches and um, yep. making sure that you're shaking hands a lot and um, letting people know that you're the right jockey for that horse and building those foundations. Blake's ready to go ahead and do all of that right now. I don't think he's got too much to complete. Here in Australasia, he can always come back to retire and ride here, the seven days a week grind. Mm. In Hong Kong, you race two days a week, as you know, so that'll really suit his body where it's at right now with a couple of serious falls that he has had and some um, unbelievable breaks to the uh, the bones in his body, one of them being his neck. So uh, I reckon it's perfect timing. Well, it's going to be hard to ride winners with Pert and riding half the card every meeting that he goes right. around I want to ask you and the, uh, the family, who would you put on at their brilliant best? We were all fans of these three jockeys I'm going to re, uh, mention. Zach Purton, obviously, number one. This is in Hong Kong. If you had a horse in Hong Kong, who would you put on? Zach Purton at his best, Joe Marrera at his best, or now throw in Blake Shin? Great question. It's a great question. <sighs> Only one's won a Melbourne Cup. Yes. Blake Shin. I think that, that the end of that question, at his best, I would probably go Marrera. When he was in his pomp, he was just absolutely beautiful to watch. 
recency says he picked Purton because of what he's doing this season. Is Purton at his best right now? Is he, he, he he's, I think he's riding in career best form. He's, he's one win off a thousand winners yeah. in Hong Kong. He'll become. He'll do it on Saturday or Sunday whenever they're racing there this weekend. Probably this tomorrow, weekend. I'd imagine. Uh, he'll become the second jockey to do that. I'd imagine Dougie White would be the first. He's just bagging four, five, six timers every meeting at the moment. Uh, group ones, absolutely on fire. He broke the prize money record last week. But I think Marira, when he was yeah. having those dominant couple of seasons, I'd probably go Marira by half a head. Is, is Zach on target to break Marira's record for the most wins? He'll go close. I, I did a story on online on sen.com.au the other day. He needs to average 2.8 wins a meeting for the remaining 11 meetings, and, and that was before Wednesday night where he rode four. Easy. So he's on track. So he's got to ride 30-odd winners yeah. in, in 10. In, yeah. Well, yeah, 170, so. I think the record is. Have yeah. we got a number for the family to text in? Let's put it on the Twitter poll, uh, at SEN Racing, or you can text us, 0433981116. You can text us with any questions you like, as Trotter from Brisbane has done our good mate which horses will be suited by the hot tempo in today's Stradbroke we're going to preview the three group ones in Brizzy shortly Tags what's what's your uh, what what's your answer to SD's question there who would you put on I'm going to stick with the Australian theme mate and go with Zach he's uh, he's a great kid he's he's business minded and uh and as you say, he's, as we were saying, he's, he's gone – I remember reading an article because I think he was about the third, fourth jockey in Hong Kong and reached 800 winners, and that was only 12 months ago, 18 months ago, and he's, now he's up to the 1,000. So he's come along in leaps and bounds, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be sticking with Zach. So Zach for you, Maria for me, SD? I'm going to I'm gonna throw in a wild card and just have people think about um, what Blake Shin's been able to achieve riding – multiple trebles and uh, groups of four winners in one day on feature group one days right around Australia and each state. Did Zach Burton do that before he went away to Hong Kong? Well... How good was Zach going before he went away to Hong Kong? That's the thing. Hong Kong made Zach, didn't he? And then Hong Kong made Zach because Zach was was a very immature-minded young man with all the ability in the world and the talent. But he needed to grow up, and he needed to grow up fast, and become that business-minded young man to be the, to get the best out of himself and be professional to get to that level. So uh, Blake's got all those tools already, and for him sliding into Hong Kong now, he's ready for that environment yep. to go bang, bang, bang. So I would give Blake Shin six months in Hong Kong, and then he'll start rivaling the likes mm. of Zach Purton once he starts building those foundations. You can't do it straight yep. away. But once he starts riding a few winners on some big-priced horses and they see his talents, because what Blake is able to do and what I love about Blake Shin is, tactically, he's one of the best jockeys in Australasia Mm. going around under pressure. And Hong Kong is a pressure cooker, that environment. You'd think you'd get the support of guys like John Moore and David Hall and Richard Gibson and uh, these big trainers as well. Watch that space. Yeah. No, really interesting. Uh, Let's get get through a couple of news items for the week before we get to Hummer from Sportsbet. Uh, Vidora retired during the week, the two-time group one winner. What a stellar career she had. Well done to uh, Lloydie Kennewell and the team. She was an absolute star. Interesting win to Maccabi Divas. Daughter demand attention at Seymour on Thursday. We know these champion mares... Don't necessarily throw uh, really good horses, so hopefully demand attention now out to a trip can uh, go on with the job. And just on the back of that is because that they leave everything on the racetrack. Yes, track. absolutely. They're so good yep. on the racetrack. They just leave it all there. The best broodmares are the lightly raced, unraced broodmares. Yep, absolutely. An impressive debut. I don't know if you saw this, uh, boys, during the week. Uh, Sydney midweek, Funstar, a daughter of Adelaide, the Cox oh, Plate winner, mate, half the Youngstar. They, they, oh, they, they knew what they were doing. doing. They? And she and Chris Waller, I think said this is the most excited I've been pretty much since, since Wings. Wings. So <gasps> keep an eye on her. He didn't mention 
her in the same. No. He wasn't comparing. He Gee. said my excitement levels are up there. Chris. Yes. Mate, so keep got, an eye. She Fun pinged the gates and from an outside gate, she pinged the gates and they just, just rode her cold. And then just circled the field and a one by three and a half hard held. So, yeah, she's yeah. she's very promising. Uh, Nashra Willer nearing a return. Speaking of champion jockeys, he's going to ride trials and track work in Sydney over the next six weeks with uh, eyeing a return at the end of July, I think it is. So yeah, first of see. August, I, I spoke to him uh, a few weeks back at a golf uh, fundraiser. He was walking around 62, so he's he's yeah, not too good. bad. He's, mm. Yeah, so, he's, so he's, his weight's under control. He hasn't blown out. So here's another question for the family. That are listening. I'm giving you some homework. I've come back firing from <laughs> Vietnam. Nashville Willer comes back to the Victorian ranks. Ollie's on fire. Williams is probably going to gain another premiership. D Lane. D Lane. Zara. Yep. Tags. Who have we left out? Oh, well, there's probably plenty. Um, yeah, they're just not at the top of my head, but uh, they're the best. But D Lane, he's in Japan at the moment, so yeah. he, he has to and, come back and, and make flying too. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So you bring Nashville Wheeler back into this environment, and those top five or six jockeys, Dwayne Dunn. Yeah, we've yes. got to mention. Um, you can't buy experience and some young guns on the way up. So Victorian racing uh, riding mm. ranks are just going to be uh, bolstered. Always with Naughty has been. Nash, the big. It, Always it, has been. What do you love about Nashville Wheeler is his vigor yep. and tactics in races. In Hong Kong, they called him fried rice. Because it's the way he used to ride them out, look like a bloke making in a wok, riding, stirring, fried stirring the fried rice. On eleven sixteen SEN, the Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to the Odds Couple with thanks to a sports bet. Time now to have a look at the three group ones in Brisbane today. Before we do, just an update on our Twitter poll. And you can tweet at SEN Racing. At their best, who would you want riding for you in Hong Kong? The four options are Zach Purton, Joe Marira, Nashra Willa, or Blake Shin. Not too many votes in at this stage, but Zach Purton leading the way on 50% at this stage. So we'll keep an eye on that throughout the rest of the show and the rest of the weekend, bring you those results next weekend. All right, boys, Straddy time today. The Stradbroke Handicap, $1.5 million on the table at Eagle Farm. SD, it'd be fair to say it's not a vintage renewal of the great handicap race. Uh, no, yeah, I, I'd agree, I would agree with you. Sorry for that. I was just getting my speed map out for the Stratty this year. Uh, it's a Group 3 Stratty at best, isn't it? Uh, got a, I know we've got a couple of Group 1 winners in the race, but um, when you look at Sprite and the Bostonian being those two horses, uh, outside of that, it really drops away. So I wouldn't talk you out of having a bet, but Home of the Braves, an interesting runner for me, freshened up with his jungle cat form uh, in spring. Uh, he's got a he's drawn out with Tom Melbourne dollar for dollar Erethea and also I'm a ripper of all sort of got a burn across so being a handicap group one uh, I was talking with my good mate Julian Valance on the great show three wide no cover here we're a little concerned about how they're going to fit uh, into this race how good was Julesy by the way oh outstanding yeah well I was as away. always he's no doubt about him. Uh, one of sports had some best. very interesting wheels on the first week though. Have oh, you seen those? Mate, he's, wow, he's, he's got a second house for the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Old, uh, he loves dressing up for the radio, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> Should see his hoverboards collection. <laughs> um, the Bostonian, good morning, Jules. Uh, the Bostonian deploy and de- uh, dispatch all roll forward in this. Look, I went with endless drama each way. 
Uh, Tony Pike's got this horse absolutely flying. He won a Group 3 mile. I like a strong mile horse in yep. handicap conditions in this fast um, Stradbroke yep. handicap. So he's a horse that's going to sit midfield. Uh, he can follow his stable mate, the Bostonian, who he meets five kilos better. And he ran the best 200 metres out of that race, the Bostonian lead up to the Stradi last start. So he follows him everywhere. And if he's closer than what he was last start, I think he can beat him. And Bostonian is the horse to beat in the race. Uh, he gets to follow, deploy and dispatch. So each way, all day, endless drama for me. Outside of that, Tie Zone's been the best, one of the been, been one of the best backed roughies, as well as the Bostonian is where the money is with sports bets. So one and 13 is where the money is, but I'm going with number seven each way, endless drama. All right, I settled on trekking, but not with a lot of confidence. He's uh, running, racing really consistently, uh, should get a nice uh, ride under Kieran McAvoy. I think Pretty in Pink can run a race at a good price. Got the 49.5 kilos for Robbie Dolan. Good to see the apprentice with a Group 1 ride there. The Irishman for Johnny O'Shea. I reckon she can uh, run a cheeky race with the lightweight tags. Any thoughts? Uh, hard race, mate. Um, I've, I've followed Veradine since he's a two-year-old. Um, yeah, the heart says Veradine, so... Uh, Julesy. I won't be having a bet in the race. Julesy Valance actually is with you there with Pretty in Pink. Mm. Uh, inside gate gets a kind run, good confidence-boosting win. She's lightly raced with the 49.5 yep. kilos. Just seems like one of those races where a roughie might get up without any real standout in the race. The Queensland Derby is always a good race. Good field this year. Mr. Quickie uh, back from his luckless run in the South Australian Derby. Going to be hard to beat. Nobu has been racing really consistently in Sydney SD. Yeah, Mr. Quickie, number two and number six, Nobu, have been the two best back runners with Sportsbet. And get on and check out your new Sportsbet app too. We've swapped it up and changed it up. It's your one-stop shop if you want to back a winner. So five five dollars into four fifty, Mr. Quickie, and Nobu five dollars into four forty. That's where the money is. Fun fact or roll forward. This is the speed chart, folks. Homemade. Red Edit, the Philly backing up after running in the O'Shea last week. One slight concern with Red Edit backing up is he was just fading after a bit of a gut busting run last start over the twenty-two. But uh, look. Who's going to knock back Chris Waller for backing his horse up here in, a, in an open derby this year? Vow and Declare will roll forward, and there's a little bit of speed from outside. It's a really interesting race for me, but I like Nobu's um, uh, form. Look, when he ran in the New Zealand derby, he didn't get everything his own way. They decided to then change the horse to Chris Waller and say, target a derby for us, please, the Queensland derby. And this is a set play. This is one horse in the race that I'm comfortable with that has been set to win this race. He's had two lead-up wins. I loved his last uh, start win when he ran down Cariff, who, uh, well, it's fair to say he ran down the straight like uh, day yes. four into Vietnam, me coming home, <laughs> one of the nightclubs. Uh, he absolutely got it wrong and was as green as the grass he was running on. But Nobu, I like the way he was able to attack the wire. He's set for this, so I'm going with Nobu all the way here where the money is, $5 into $4.40. And in a word, uh, SD, because we need to get to the news, race 60, JJ Atkins for the two-year-olds, another group one. Who wins? Yeah, okay. Uh, Prince Four was, is uh, $5 into three seventy and four forty into three sixty dollars sessions. I'm going with the sessions. Uh, I think just looking for the mile. For your man, Blake Shin, a session in the uh, JJ Atkins why, tags. Why, why is... Uh, uh, J-Mac? J-Mac got off uh, Sessions to Ride Reloaded. That's the interesting Would have been a tough choice. They're both very talented. That's going to be a good race. On 11.16 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to The Odds Couple with thanks to a sports bet. Time now to catch up with our special guest. And today it's Sharon Trelove. 
who has not enough effort going for five from five today in race number four at Flemington. Sharon, good morning and thanks so much for your time. Good morning. Thank you. What a horse this has been for the stable. Four from four is absolutely flying. Uh, it doesn't get much better than this, Sharon. No, it doesn't get much better than this. Good morning, Sharon. Simon Marshall here. Thanks for joining us this morning. Can you give us a little bit of a background on how you cut your teeth in this wonderful game? Um, yeah. I actually bred the horse. Oh, how I started, sorry. Yeah, yeah, how um, you started. How did, how did you fall in love with racing and become a horse trainer? Just when I left school, I started riding track work and just enjoyed it and then decided I wanted to train them. And uh, this horse, tell us a bit about how you got your hands on him. You, you bred him? Yep, I bred him. So I've got the mother at home. Did you race the mother at Moonlight, Moonlight Ballet is the uh, the dam? Did you race the mother? Yep, I raced her and she was actually my first provincial winner. Oh, what a story. That's a, that's a great story to keep the... The, uh, the history going there with not enough effort. I, I could imagine, I would imagine with a horse of his ability, being a three-year-old gelding four from four, you would have had overtures from overseas, in particular Hong Kong. Is that the case? Yes, that is the case. We've had lots of people from Hong Kong wanting to buy him. And there's quite a few owners in the horse. Has there been a temptation to sell or are you keen to keep racing? Uh, there has been a temptation from some of the owners um, and some of them are wanting to keep him. And Sharon, you would say you can all go and get stuffed. <laughs> I love me horse and we're going to continue to race because he's a winner yeah, and I know exactly what I'm doing, right? Yep. <laughs> hey, tell me a little bit about your horse. Uh, as a younger horse, what was his mannerisms like? Uh, he's always been a very highly strung, hot-headed horse. But that sort of seems to come from the mother. She was like that and her other foals have been the same. Yep. And he had quite a few issues with the barriers when he first um, started going in the barriers. He was very, uh, very hot in the barriers and he was wanting to throw himself down on the ground. And um, he went down to Nathan Dunn actually and done some barrier work with him. Yep. Dunny's a great horseman. Mm. When did you, when did you yep. decide to geld him? Was it early doors because he was showing those tendencies? Um, just early. I actually had his brother raced him as a colt and he was just a bit of a pest and this bloke from quite a young age was quite uh, quite colty so I just got him cut. I think he was only two year old when he got cut. He'd only been broken in. Well he's won four for four. Can you tell the viewers when did he start to light up the track for you? Take us back to those mornings, early mornings when you decided to test him against a stable runner or maybe some opposition at track work. What were that? What was that like? Um, yeah, it was good. Obviously, to start with, he was just working with another um, three-year-old horse, and he was doing all his work easy, but I thought the other horse was really slow. Mm. <laughs> um, and then we just, yeah, we thought, well, the other horse is too slow to keep up with this bloke and stepped him up with another horse, and he just kept improving, kept doing it easy. And he's won four for four. What about winning a race at Flemington? Can you explain to the viewers what that's like? Yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, it's always been a, one of my dreams, I suppose, to win a race at Flemington. So it was really exciting. Have you have you mapped out a spring campaign for him yet, Sharon? And will the, today pull him up? Will he go for a spell after today? Yep, he'll go for a spell after today. I've actually been wanting to give the horse a spell for a while, but he just keeps pulling up and he's, he loves his work and he's just enjoying it so much. So he will have a spell after today. He'll just go out for a little break and then he'll come back in and hopefully target a better race in the spring. Have you got a have you thought of a, a race in mind? Have you got a particular race in mind for him during the spring? 
there's a couple of races, I think in September or August, yeah, early September, and there might be a listed or a group three race for him. Talking with trainer of race four, number two, the favourite, uh, not enough effort, Sharon Trolove. Sharon, does a horse like this change your life? Um, yeah, it does, I suppose, yeah. It certainly makes you um, want to get out of bed in the mornings and train your horse and, yeah, enjoy it a lot more, that's for sure. What about your jockeys? you got plenty to say, Brian Park? <laughs> yeah, he, um, he very much likes the horse, obviously, as you would. Sharon, we were talking about this on the show. I think it was last week, uh, Tags. Just how hard it is for when you get a, a big money offer for a, for a horse of uh, a horse of this guy's ability. How hard is it to resist that temptation to sell? Um, for me, it actually wasn't that hard because, as I said, you work so hard as a trainer, and you know you've bred the horse, so he's like one of your kids. Mm. So for me, the money wouldn't really. I'd rather have a good horse than a lot of extra money. Uh, but some of the owners were quite tempted to mm. sell him. Well, you are second favourite, I should say. Latia is favourite, number seven, at $2.50. But this is the toughest field you've uh, uh, come up against here, Sharon. So Geetra, uh, Hal Vorson runs well, Tropazina's in the race, Latia, as I mentioned, is favourite. What are your thoughts heading to Flemington today? I think he's a good chance. Uh, he is giving a little bit of weight to some of those better horses as well today, whereas last time there was some handy horses in the race, but he was better for them on the weight side of it. Um, but I think he's going to be a good chance today. How many horses do you have in work? Um, eight currently at the moment. Any of them keep up with him on the track? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. And you train out of Bundalagua, is that correct, Sharon? And where, where do we find Bundalagua? Uh, it's, it's about... Oh, six or seven minutes from the summer racetrack. That's in between Maffer and Sale. Ah, right. Fantastic. Well, Sharon, thank you so much for your time this morning on The Odds Couple. We wish you all the very best with not enough effort. Hopefully you can make it five from five today at Flemington. Thank you. Sharon love there, trainer of not, not Enough Effort. Flemington, a race four, number two, going for five wins from five starts. We'll take a break. Don't forget, you can grab your AFL record this weekend. Still just $5, thanks to Karcher. Whatever the cleaning task, they have the solution. Karcher, the official 2019 partner of the AFL record. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Yes, that, of course, is the great Robin Williams in honour of another great man, Simon Marshall, who has just uh, recently returned from Vietnam uh, on a golfing holiday and uh, absolutely tore up the courses there, apparently. As, As the Jackie Chan. I've improved that. Looks good. Bit of <laughs> coconut oil. Yeah. We've got a couple of opportunities. Jules will be very, very happy with your work. Oh, not as good as the great man, Julesy. <laughs> hey, guys, just before we get to uh, our detailed look at Flemington today, something that's just come across my desk, as they say. This is some really positive news for South Australian racing, which we know has been in, uh, well, let's be honest, been in turmoil yeah, of late. sports minister's been sacked. No, he's, uh. but listen to this. South Australia, this is the headline in the advertiser today. South Australia's racing <laughs> industry to receive $24 million lifeline in June 18 state budget. That is wow. outstanding. Hallelujah. That's great. Yep. It's about time. And well done to guys like Tony McAvoy and, uh, yeah, and Sam from Cornerstone Starter Company. Sam Hayes. Hayes, yep. Yep, and all those people that have rallied and lobbied 
Um, fantastic. Stack. Good stuff. Hopefully that uh, eventuates. That's uh, great news for South Australian racing because it has been struggling of late. All right, let's get on to Flemington and find nine winners. D Taggart, that's your task. You were you had a bit a bit of an off week last uh, week. I, I thought about sacking you from the quarter. Propel it was, had it. I got three legs. Hello. I missed the first leg. Right, your best Propel, bet to get up. Propel, yeah, and the best bet four fifty. Well, you don't like the four fifty. Well, mine got up the week before, what, so you were at just a buck fifty. Come on, mate. You were just carrying. All right, hey, let, hey, hey, hey. Let's on. work as a team and do a okay. transway. Come on, yeah. <laughs> let's not get stuck in the precipice. All right, here we go. Race number one at Fleming today. Early start 12, uh, 20 to twelve for the first event. This is for the two year olds up the straight, and the scratchings are five and eleven. SD, what's the money telling us? And right now, here's what you need to do: get your pens, pencils, and crayons, and have your form guides be ready. These are the best back runners with sports bet, folks. Race one, numbers four and one in that order. Witchful thinking, she smashed her rivals on debut after trialling extremely well. She's second up here and she's 360 into 260. Four on top of one champagne. Boom! 390 into $3.70. Four and one, race one. Race two, there's only one horse you need to mark down. That's number four, Kingsbrook. 310 into 215. Oh, super when the blinkers went on at Warrnambool and bang oh. at Flemington. Back that up. Number four in race two. Race three, numbers two and three. Tonsor on top, $3.20 into three ten. Won three in a row before Eagle Farm failed, but has been freshened since then. Three twenty into three ten. And Invincible Al's had some specking. Scratched. He's out. He's out. Thank Invincible Al is scratched, so we just go with the two there, Tonsor. Yep, beautiful. Thank you, mate. Uh, race four, Latia. We spoke about this and not enough effort. Good luck to Sharon Trolove. Uh, so Latia on top, $4 into $2.45. Super win on debut. Beat Propel here last start in a tricky little race. So uh, was wide and uh, on speed on that occasion. So Latia, four into $2.45. Not enough effort. Always has his support. Shooting for five in a row, $4.80 into $3.60. Race five. Trainer, four and eight. They still running? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Race four, uh, race five, numbers four and eight. Serious suspect, $7.50 into $5. Two runs ins, ready now to win. Remember he beat super hard last prep? Yep. Good form. And then Angelic Spirits trolled up an absolute treat from what we're hearing. $8.50 into $6.50. Four and eight, race five. Here's the first leg of the quaddy, 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 quaddy. Okay, numbers five and eleven in race six is where the money is with sports bet. Four twenty into three forty is last week. So close here, last start. He's a twenty five hundred meter winner and a really good use of the claim. From number eleven, Artie Lucas down the bottom. Two ninety out to three twenty, but we're holding some reasonable money for this horse. It's an easing favourite. Five and eleven race six tags. Yeah, the first leg of the quaddy. Yeah, before I get going, is there any sports bet specials on this week? Yes, there is. We're racing at Flemington and also Randwick today in between race. Races one in five at those two venues, folks. You placed a fixed odds bet, and your horse runs second or third. You guessed it. Oh, Fifty oh, back in that's bonus. Great. That's a great. And, and it's the new app too, isn't it? It's it's sensational. Have the you new seen app. the new app tags? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. I've been backing winners with it, so it, is, <laughs> is, it has been enormous. Anyway, we digress. Uh, yeah, the first leg, race six. Geez, number five last week just looks the winner here, especially after the three kilo claim for T.O. Nugent. Riding well. Riding well, yes, in, in good form. He may be one of our leading apprentices next season, yep. so watch out for him. And he's and he's one for one at the track and distance. I'll throw in some stayers on the up here. Uh, shooting, what is it, shouting the mob? 
Uh, I would go shooting. 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 Yeah, I wouldn't by really Jimmy want to Chew. shoot the, I by Jimmy yeah, Chew. I wouldn't really want to shoot the mob. But anyway, shooting the mob. And Artie Lucas, oh, he goes in, but I just think he's just too short at the three dollars to be backing him at the three twenty. So get out of ways, guy. I would like to go one out because in honour of Scoob, but he's not here. <laughs> but we'll go. We'll go in case there's a little minor upset. Five, nine, and eleven. Five, nine, and 11, first thing of the quaddie. Appropriate that last week is your on-top selection there because last week you were shizing with your quaddie. SD, let's go to the next leg of the quaddie, race number seven. Oh, I love Trenner's little clips. Bang. Yeah, what about that? One, one leg. Little oh, drive. $4.50 right. best, though. Race seven here, folks. 12 and 6 is where the number's in. Doctor, doctor, give me the drill. He ran second last start. He looked the winner, didn't he? 270 into $2.50 and one more try. Do, 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 do. <laughs> 6 50 into $4.60. 12 and 6 is where the money is, race seven. Yeah, gone light again, and they're there, the two that go in. Uh, one more try. He flies second up and gets to a more suitable trip here after a very good fresh run. And as you say, the the doctor drill, the English import. He looks ready to go, and he's clearly the one to beat here down the down in the weights. And we know he's competitive in this grade, in this BM84, as he's run a drum before. In it. So the numbers here are 6, 10, and 12. 6, 10, and 12. <coughs> Second leg, SD. Oh, it's a strip out here if number four gets up. Four and 12, race eight. Iconoclasm number four, 380 into 360. You can forgive his group, uh, group one yeah, run in the Goodwood. Yep. His 1,400-metre Flemington stats are absolutely outstanding, and he's been the best-backed runner in race eight. There's been a little Lavana Tinkler for number 12. A Villamont, $21 into 17 Yes. Yeah. Very beautifully bred Villamont. Second up, it goes all right. I like it. I've, uh, I've left Villamont out. It's in a very open race, and I've gone wide trying to get some value here. If you want to throw Villamont in punters, you can. I have left it out. So the numbers here are just uh, a, a 134, 6, 9, 10, 17. 134, 6, 9, 10, 17. And we come home in race number nine. Numbers here are four and eight. The money is with Shawnee, 270 into 235. Just missed behind Fidelia yeah. last start. Hard fit, gate 11. Froggy knew it on board. From number eight, Vanuatu, $12 into eight. Some good specking. Four and eight, race nine. Yeah, gone uh, light. Just uh, Shawnee, it, it does look a good thing. Uh, it's got the Fidelia form, uh, especially when they space the rest over four lengths and Fidelia coming out and winning again. So all that form stacks right up. One at a bit of value here, number two, aristocratic miss. Uh, doesn't win out of turn, but doesn't know how to run a bad race either. Uh, and she's she's at a price. We'll get a suck run through them, uh, drawn four, and we shock him. What does a suck run through them just mean get, for just those get listening? An, it draws well and it'll just do no work. It'll, it's Looking for a slipstream and then out yeah. It, yeah, exactly. It'll so, just in behind the leaders, doing no work, and then, as you say, it'll get We love the, the racing terminology, but not all of the family's sort of with us. So With, with uh, Stevie King's kid well to ride, shocking, uh, with his claim of two. So the numbers here are two and four. Just two and four in the just last? two and four in the last. <sighs> I'm disappointed it's not Derby Day, that mate. one of the best backrunners was not number 12, SD, because if it was, you would have. Despacito. Very nice. Uh, so the quarter numbers, we'll get these out before we go to the break. Five, nine, and 11, first leg. Six, 10, and 12, second leg. Third leg, we go wide. One, three, four. Six, nine, 10, and 17. Come home with two and four. What will that cost us? And that's $126 for a unit. 126 Yes. It's not Derby Day tags. Yes. Yeah. Sixteen SEN, the odds couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Once uh, there's a little bit of uh, persistence in uh, 
<laughs> oh, come on. We're not still going with that. No, it's all in context, David, because we're going to talk about your best bet being in Sydney, and there's been plenty of that in Sydney yeah, today. Heavy eight. Yeah, been yeah. plenty of rain. Yeah, heavy eight. As you like to call it, otherwise known as precipitation. Yeah, precipitous. Yeah. Uh, what is your best bet, bet by the way, today, well, David? We'll go to, we'll go to Sydney with Jeez. on a heavy track. Uh, yeah, race nine, number two, Quacker Jack. Uh, should just win. Well, that's... Uh, Omen bet, Quacker Jack in the wet. And it's drawn bad, but hopefully by then they're coming down the middle of the track. So race nine, number two, four, D, tag it, Quacker Jack. SD Marshall, your best? Uh, Flemington, race seven, number six. I'm taking on the favourite Dr. Drill, and I'm thinking one more try, second up to the 1,800 metres. Bada bing, bada bang. Big chance. One more try for Simon Marshall. I'm also going to Randwick for my best bet. Each way... New universe. What? Doesn't, doesn't win out of turn, but uh, I think uh, nicely nicely rated today. I think un, under Glenn Schofield, nicely placed there in that race is what I'm trying to say. So new universe for Chris Waller and Glenn Schofield, race eight, number eight at Roundwick. So Tough just race. repeating those. Mine, race eight, number eight, Roundwick, new universe. Race nine, number two, David Taggart at Roundwick, Quaker Jack. Race seven, number six, Flemington, one more try for SD Marshall. Well, we've given the listeners already two legs of the Sydney Quaddy so they can please themselves. Yes, Twitter poll question today was, at their best, who would you want riding for you in Hong Kong? And we'll keep this open for another 23 hours, so make sure you uh, get your votes in. Uh, Zach Purton dominating the Twitter poll, 75%. Oh, had to. 10 for Marira, 10 for Shin, 5 for Nash. Well, there you go. Zachy boy, he is on fire. And we'll cheer him home on Sunday when he brings up his uh, 1,000th winner in Hong Kong. Boys, I believe, uh, Trana, you're the stats man here. Yes. Chris Waller, if he trains his 18th Group 1 winner today, does he break uh, the all-time record in one season? Not sure. Thanks for that. (laughs) Catch you next week. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.